Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Enlightenment, where we open the door and take down the walls of the therapy office. Hi, I'm Oakley Ogden, a licensed professional counselor and coach with over 17 years of experience working with young adults. In this podcast, I unpack the profane to recognize how the tough stuff is the sacred stuff. Join us as we explore it all, the taboo topics and otherwise nothing is off limits. In this space of safety and love, let's work it out and learn how we can all build resilience and strength of character to make each day count as we live our best life and have fun doing it. Join us today in part two with Erica Rose as we talk about future self, the layers that we need to peel back to discover our true nature, the roles we play that actually don't belong to us, how to build confidence through momentum, and how to ask ourselves if something is a lesson or a blessing. Let's jump in and learn even more. Something you have referred to multiple times so far is uh, your future self. Can you tell us about this idea of future self? One, what is it and how do you create it? Well, it's constantly changing. <laughs> That's a really good uh, information, actually, yeah. or a really good point to make. And it doesn't I, have to be fixed. It doesn't. Okay. And I feel like when you know people are told to envision their future self and go into major detail about it, for me, that's very difficult because I realize throughout all of these experiences that what I think I want is not exactly on my path or in alignment with me. Hmm. And so with that being said, I feel that my future self, there's an idea of it. And so I can kind of visualize her a little bit, but at the same time, it's not very clear. I have an idea of, for example, the house, like my dream custom house and how I want to present myself and, you know, just ultimately what I want to achieve and how I want to show up in this world, right? But when it comes down to it, I realize my future self is basically just trying to become the best version of myself. And I don't know what that is, Mm. is the thing I'm constantly learning, but that's what excites me and does make me curious. And so the more that I go into the idea of self-exploration, right? Mm -hmm. Self-exploration, it does make me more curious and it opens up my perspective and just my idea of what is possible. So that's why it's always changing. But I will say that I do have like my main bullet points as far as who I want to evolve into, which is eventually becoming the best wife and maybe mother. And then having a family that is strong, committed, loving, and just has that structure and just that, I guess, that bond between everybody. Yeah, the foundation. Yeah, just mm-hmm. that that major foundational role because I didn't have that besides my mom growing up, mm-hmm. which I'm so thankful for. But ever since I was younger, I always envisioned this big family, this big, you know, almost not just community, it's a family. Mm-hmm. And I've never experienced that. So I definitely, and in order to become the best wife, the best mom, I need to figure out, okay, so what, that, what does that entail? Mm-hmm. And then that's when I start working towards those little bits mm-hmm. of action in order to become that, right? Mm-hmm. And then throughout that process, then that's who I'll 
end up evolving into, not necessarily knowing what kind of mom I'm going to be, what kind of wife I'm going to be. But I have an idea. I want to be honest. I want to be faithful. I want to be loving. I want to provide insight, but then also be a friend. I mean, there's so many things. And in order for me to do that, I need to really work with who I have around me. And that's even people I don't know. So that's how, you know, I move into my future self as far as that role, as far as business goes. I don't know where my businesses are going. You know, there is a possibility, just like with any business that you take great risk in, that it could totally just not be successful at all. Sure. And that is a possibility. Mm -hmm. But I also know what I'm capable of. And so if I want it bad enough, anything is possible and I'll make it happen. Mm -hmm. So then I have to think of, okay, what are those little bits of action in order to get me to this idea of what success is, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. then, so for me and the way my brain works is I'm constantly breaking things down. And I learned this throughout the journey of just, you know, overcoming addiction and figuring out who I am and all of these things. And so for me, when something is unclear, I stop, I pause, I break it down because it's either here for a lesson or a blessing. And it's awesome. I mean, honestly, that's what got me through. And that's how I keep becoming better and better every day is because when I'm faced with adversity or if something doesn't go the way I think it should, I'm like, okay, so what, why is this here? What, what is this here trying to teach me? And then from there, I find that fascinating now. And I used to hate it. I hated feeling my emotions. It scared me. I only knew anxiety, depression, somewhat happiness and stress, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was the environment growing up. And I was taking on all of these roles that weren't mine. And so in order to get Ooh, to- you were taking on roles that mm-hmm. weren't mm-hmm. And mine. so in order to become your best self, my main piece of advice is to literally strip down every layer of yourself. Like literally peel back every single layer that- you think identifies you as who you are as a person. And then for myself, I realized that along the way, all of those things that were causing me negative emotions didn't belong to me. Tell us about that. I realized, I think it was honestly, because I mean, I'm one of those people that because I do find it so fascinating about when this like transition of my innocence like was stripped away from me and I became this like sad girl trying to become somebody who like wasn't ideal for like this person or whatever it it, it's crazy because when you go back and you actually like really really dive in deep in a meditative state and you start to see all of the things that happened you start to realize that everything the actions that you took, I mean, the choices that you've made, everything, most of the time it doesn't have anything to do with you, if that makes sense. So for example, my mom is honestly the most amazing, powerful, strong human being on this planet. Mm. Like she's insane Mm. based off the fact she raised me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how she did it, to be completely honest. Like for the first time in her entire life, I feel like she's like, proud to be a mom and is like, Mm. oh my gosh, I don't have to worry anymore. My baby girl made it Mm -hmm. through the gauntlet. But I will (laughs) say on the other hand, because of all of the stress that she had to endure with, you know, my, I don't even call my dad, my sperm donor and Mm -hmm. like all of this other stuff. Plus like the stress of her having to provide for me and not having any help and all of those things and being restricted and because we didn't have enough money for this. And we had to make sure that we had a safety net and all of, you know, these things that my mom had to learn 
in order to survive, I took that on. I took on that role too as a young girl, mm. and I feel that throughout that, I started taking on other people's energy based off of who I met in different environments, and I started picking little pieces that I liked of everybody and not thinking of the bad stuff that I didn't like about him, right? But I only took like little bits and pieces of things I wanted to acquire myself. So I ended up becoming this big ball of a human being (laughs) of everything that did not resonate with me whatsoever. Of acquired characteristics. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just came up with that like last week. That's so insightful mm-hmm. and so intuitive because in psychology, we absolutely talk about that. Really? Absolutely. I wasn't sure if it was accurate or not, but I feel that that was honestly mm-hmm. what started to kind of determine where I was going, who I was becoming and all of these things. And I always had so much anxiety growing up, mm-hmm. so much stress. And I was depressed. I was diagnosed as manic bipolar. I was pumped with all these drugs. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not on anything. Like, Mm. and it was all because of the root cause of the abandonment when I was younger. And you were the one who helped me through that Mm. when we went through that women's intensive course. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And basically from there, I realized, okay, well, that's not who I am. That doesn't align with me. So I'm going to really hone in on this and figure out is this a part of me or is it not? And is this my opportunity to let it go? Okay. And so through this journey, I've Mm. constantly just been like every time that I guess it, it, how do you say that? It's you're faced with it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or Uh, comes up. Yeah. Every time that it comes up, then I realize, okay, well, you know, this isn't within my true self or anything. And then I have the opportunity to work through it and let it go. So it sounds like you've become clear on the qualities you've acquired that aren't in alignment with what you know is your true nature. Yes. Got it. And that takes practice. Yes, it does. Because it's always changing. And meditation does help with that. I mean, I'm not here to sell things, but I know for myself, I'll say that. And for colleagues and friends and everyone that I know who meditates, it's helpful. It is, especially with a guided meditation and, you know, my experience, just because sometimes it's so hard to really navigate your dream life. Or, you know, if you search manifest your reality or blah, 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 whatever, Mm -hmm. it's so much easier for someone to guide you through it. So then you can think of those tiny details and then have that awareness to almost bring in other aspects yes. that were clouded before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so I feel that once you take the time to just kind of relax for a second, breathe, have someone navigate you through your journey as far as what you want it to ultimately become, then I feel with practice, that's how you start to really navigate your life in general without having to be in a meditative state. Yes, that's it. Wow, you're talking about the essence of what we call in, in a tradition, in uh, an Indian tradition, sadhana. Sadhana. And sadhana basically refers to meditation, the practice of spiritual gain, so that the external mm. world and the internal world become one. Yes. So you're dissolving the film between that internal world. It's like, oh, I feel peace. Mm-hmm. But then someone walks in the room and I'm triggered, mm-hmm. right? And so instead of having this sort of quiet internal world, and then I um, I leave my meditation cushion. I leave my meditation <laughs> yeah. space. I go out into the world and I'm like, ah, road rage, you know, or whatever it is. That inner state becomes our state 
on and off all, you know, I don't want to say all the time, mm-hmm. but it's our baseline. Let's call it that mm-hmm. our baseline, our new foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, come going inside to bring it outside, yep. coming inside to bring Love it outside it. until you're just hanging out, knowing what's mm-hmm. in alignment, what's not in alignment when you're living your life. And it's never easy. Mm. I'm, at all. I mean, you're, you still really have to make some really tough decisions. I mean, mm-hmm. with bodybuilding with me, that was my entire life. Mm-hmm. But, and I never thought in a million years that that would be the one thing that I needed to put on pause for a second. But I realized- Or let go of. Or just let go. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay. And just like we were talking before, your dreams can change. You're Just because you have a vision- you know, that you've had even your entire life or even three months. You Mm -hmm. don't have to stick to that. Mm -hmm. You are the author of your own book, your own story. So you need to just do what makes you happy and make sure that you're doing it for the greater good too. Don't, you know, don't think that you can be a shitty person and Mm -hmm. then just turn around and be like, oh, you know, but Mm -hmm. I'm spiritually awakened. It's like, that's not how it works. (laughs) No, you have to, you know, treat everybody with... All the goods. All the goods. So I want to speak to this a second. So you're a fantastic goal setter. And one thing you may even take for granted about yourself is how you achieve your goals. So when we set a goal and then we achieve it, something gets completed in the the neurology of our brain. I'll say that again. Something gets completed in the neurology of our brains that loops back and tells us that we can achieve X, Y, Z just what you said. And then we achieve another thing. And then we achieve another thing. And that momentum builds in the brain and our goals become bigger. So the flexibility you have around allowing your goals to change is really interesting to me because I watch you achieve your goals and then allow the new thing to arise in front of you. I've never seen you sit stagnated and just come up with a lot of different goals and not achieve any of them, just start f- trading out the goal card, mm-hmm. right? So I see that a lot, and, yeah. I, and I've done that too, oh, yeah. where I've said, okay, I want to achieve this goal, but it seems really hard, so I'm going to change the goal. Mm-hmm. And then that one seems really hard, so I'm going to change the goal. And then, oh, I almost got there. I almost nailed that. So maybe it's not for me, and so I'm going to change the goal. Yeah. <laughs> and what we're reinforcing there is the pattern of not achieving goals. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you set a goal for yourself, allow yourself everything in the world, every chance to achieve that goal. Once you've achieved it, then sit back and ask yourself, what's authentically next for me? Right. I knew you wanted to do build bodybuilding and compete. So you went and you won. And then you won again, and then you won again. And I feel like achieving that goal actually gave you the confidence or the momentum or the breath to say, whoa, what's authentically next for me? So I love how you hold outside, like in your future, outside of yourself. I don't really mean that. Mm -hmm. It's inside of yourself, but that future self, but so softly so that you're constantly in this relationship with life. Nothing's rigid. You're moving forward, but you're allowing life to constantly inform what the authenticity is for you. Growing, flowing, doing all the things. (laughs) Growing and flowing. Growing and flowing. So we've talked a little bit about future self, Mm -hmm. which is a notion of yourself that you are moving toward. Yes. And your daily choices and actions either align with that future self or don't align. They either take you toward or take you away. And the deeper we listen, 
the more room we have for that future self to morph and inform us right about yeah. our actions and decisions. So it's a relationship. It really is. It's a moving, deepening relationship. Mm-hmm. So my beloved super manifester, mm-hmm. um, can you talk to us a little bit about how you achieve your goals? Because you make it look very easy. <laughs> Why does everybody say that? I'm like, if you knew what was going on and all the tears and oh my gosh. Well, no, I will. I do want to compliment Thank you. you. I, I do want to. You. You're welcome. I do want to compliment <laughs> you though. You do have natural principles by which you seem to live by, which you do have tenacity and perseverance and determination and amongst many other things, passion and honoring yourself. So there is a foundation there that I'll speak to that you probably won't name. Okay, turning it back over to you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so as far as setting goals and, you know, just really believing in yourself, there was always a couple things, I guess you'd call them mantra things, sure. uh, that would really get me to where I needed to be if I felt like I was self-doubting myself or if I didn't think it was possible. And my best advice for anybody who's listening and is really having trouble achieving their goals or even taking the first step as far as the journey to achieve those goals is to believe in yourself. And I know that's way easier said than done. What does it mean? What does it mean to believe in yourself? So the best way I can describe it is knowing that whatever you put your mind to, if you believe in yourself, nothing else matters because you know it'll get done. If you have that concrete belief and faith within yourself, then anything is possible. Mm. Because I feel like so many people self-sabotage themselves or put these barriers, almost like this limited belief system where they have this tunnel vision and they can't see outside Mm -hmm. of anything else. Their perspective is so, I guess you could almost call it tunnel vision. That Limited? Yeah. Well, so I feel that a lot of people, when they think of goals, they just automatically have this self-doubt voice come in their head and be like, that's too big. That's not possible. Like, uh, why are you even thinking that? Got and it. That was me for a really long time. Sure. And every time I'd have these big dreams, my mom would be like, well, is that just another pie in the sky dream? Okay. So let's pause there because it's really important to ask yourself when you hear that voice, who taught me this? Mm-hmm. Whose voice is this really? And that's what I mean about pausing. And when that comes up and it's causing, you know, these negative emotions when you f- hear that self-doubt voice or whatever, you need to pause. Or for me anyway, in my experience, I pause and I'm like, okay, does this belong to me? Do I really think this? Mm-hmm. Or where did I learn this from? That's great. How is this ingrained in my natural, you know, everyday patterns of life and thought patterns? Mm-hmm. How, wh- why am I even thinking this? And okay. I always ask myself, why? Great. This is the curiosity that will change a life mm-hmm. 100% because you'll start to dismantle the driving operating system, right? So let's think about it like we come into the world, this tiny little babe Mm -hmm. filled with possibility, potential, and kind of a coding that belongs solely to us, right? And that coding, it's our job to bring that forth in our lifetime, right? And if we dedicate ourselves to that, we can create greatness in ourselves. However, part of life here on earth, which is just part of the beautiful dance and the lessons to actually begin to unlock that code is 
a lot of the family system stuff we have to work through, the trauma that we have to work through, and what you said earlier, our accumulated qualities, our gathered qualities from the environment and the people around us that we take on, thinking that it's us. Thinking, oh, well, my mom is really sad, and if I'm super, super joyful, she probably isn't going to be able to connect with me. And so it's actually a survival technique to take on a little bit of her sadness. So now we can connect, Mm -hmm. right? And I'll trade out a little bit of my joy. So suddenly we're teens being medicated as depressed beings, right? When we look at that and we say, but where did I learn this depression? Now, this is not a blame game. Never. Never. Never, because our parents learned it from their parents and so on and so forth. It's all about empowering yourself to break the cycle and to be that light in your lineage. Shine that light. And that can even inspire, energetically, family members to make changes. Exactly. Right? So this is the work you've been inside of, and no one taught you this. Mm-mm. Holy It's smokes. just kind of unfolding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I mean, I love it. (laughs) Everybody always says, if you had one piece of advice to give to anybody, what would it be? And I always say therapy. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) as far as therapy goes, I honestly believe that it's the best thing that anybody can do for themselves. Because in my opinion, I feel that having a therapist is a luxury, just like having a personal trainer, right? And I feel like so many people have this negative perspective on going to see a therapist or, oh, I have a therapist, when in reality, it is the biggest gift you can give yourself Mm. because it gives you the opportunity to really dive in deep and figure out how you work. And the more that you know about yourself, the better you're able to connect with other people around you because it brings in the compassion aspect. It brings in different awareness aspects as far as, okay, well, maybe they're acting this way because this, this, and this. You don't know what happened to them this morning. You know, it gives you that empathy to really understand other people, but then gives you the ability to give, to make the choice whether or not you want to be a part of that or just steer away from it. Whoa, that's some truth bombs right there, Mm -hmm. girl. It's amazing. Hell yeah. I I love it. And I find it fascinating. The more Mm -hmm. I learn about myself, and I I mean, that's what drives me every day. Mm -hmm. And that's what motivates me to constantly listen to podcasts and self-help motivational videos. And I mean, I'm never listening to music, really. It's always like self-help books or do something. And I mean, people think I'm crazy or that I'm lying, that I'm always doing this. But from day one in the beginning of my journey, when I decided that I was going to do everything and anything it took in order to live the best life possible, I made the commitment to myself that I was going to turn my mess into a message. And that's literally the day where I was like, I am going to beat this. I am going to live this life that nobody could even fathom. Like I, it's just, I know it's possible and everything I achieve and everything along the way within this journey is going to inspire somebody. I don't care if it's one person, but based off of what I went through and I never want to compare traumas or, you know, life events or past selves or anything. I never want to compare because whatever anybody's going through, like, especially like in a negative way like this, it's hard for them. And so I need you to know though, (laughs) that no matter what you're going through, you always have the choice to be better. You always have the choice to walk the other way, to really just like listen to yourself and know and believe that anything's possible. And from 
I think it was my freshman year in college. I was at Claire's. I don't even know if Claire's is still a thing anymore. The like little trinket jewelry. Yes. Oh my God. I know. So I was at Claire's yes. in college. I think we were looking for something for like a like themed party. Elastics or yeah. And like, yeah, well, okay. so, yeah. The 10 for 10. Or yes, yeah. Yes, yes. So there was this little canvas and it had this saying on it. And I'm pretty sure it's by Audrey Hepburn. Maybe. And it says, anything is possible. The word itself says I'm possible. Yeah. And right then, I think is what really ignited the spark within because I didn't have an addiction problem back then. Yeah, I was a party girl. I was National Hooters calendar girl, like all this stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was in that environment. But I knew there was something greater on the other side, but I didn't know how to get there. But that's always stuck with me. And now it's everywhere. And so anytime that I, you know, have self doubt coming in my head, because I still have that all the time, I have to talk myself out of it, really. So it's which you're choosing every day, which voice you listen to every day, it doesn't just go away. Wow. Because constantly making that choice. Always. Which voice am I listening to? I mean, even the moment I open my eyes in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, okay, this could go this way or this way. Mm. And I mean, even the first person I talk to or converse with or what ends up happening, it's just a matter of always just being present and making sure that you're making the decision as far as what's in alignment with who you want to become and what you want to achieve in the future and how you want to show up in this world. Wow. So you're holding this best version of yourself gently, not gripping, but gently holding this and continually asking yourself, which voice am I listening to? which one is aligned, and then acting in accordance. Yep. And that's another thing on making goals and achieving them. The other day, Austin, was we were talking about um, one of the our businesses with investors, and we were, we we're hoping that this deal goes through. And we've been, like, waiting for this specific deal to, like, go through. And I realized about a month ago – I was constantly praying and trying to manifest these deals to happen. And because I thought that that's what was going to be, you know, the beginning of the rest of our future. And this is what we needed in order to build that foundation. So then we could just keep climbing from there. Right. Mm -hmm. But I realized I was like, why am I going into such detail about making sure that, you know, this investor does this and that this deal goes through here? Because I realized what I've asked for previously, it never ends up turning out the way that you think it is. Mm -hmm. Right. And so instead, and Austin was like, I've been praying so much, just praying that this goes through. And he, and I told him, I was like, you know, I haven't. And he goes, what? You you don't want this to happen? And I was like, no, has nothing to do with that. But I realize I now manifest what is on my divine path. So I say, you know, if this is meant to be, then please make this happen. But if it's not within our divine path or where we need to go, then, you know, so be it. But like, please at least give us the ability or opportunity to know what the lesson is within it. So Mm -hmm. then it can navigate us to where we need to be. And so instead of asking the universe for like specific aspects of your life in order to have success or love or anything, you know, I think of it as in, if this is meant to be, it'll be. But if it's not, then it's protecting me from going down the wrong path. And so it's just a matter of having that trust and belief, not only within yourself, but within whatever your higher power is, knowing that there is something greater out there and that there is a divine path. And it's just a matter of you making sure 
that, you know, when you hit a little speed bump that you're course directing, pivoting, you know, so then you're able to go in the right way. This is conscious living, what you're talking about, right? I guess, yeah. I I mean, mean, I just love it. I love how, (laughs) how wakeful you are in each moment. And what I mean by conscious living is you're just consciously creating, Always. It's yeah. fun. I feel yeah. like a magician sometimes. Yeah. It's my superpower. I love yes, it. Yes, it is. And I, it never would have emerged if I didn't take that time to get 100% sober, to really build up that momentum of intuition, confidence, everything based off of my actions and, you know, just knowing that anything is possible. Because once, like you said earlier, you achieve one goal, you start to build up that momentum, but with that momentum comes confidence. You know, you're not born with confidence. With that momentum comes you actually being able to achieve those goals because A, you're confident, you have that momentum going, and you know it's possible. Mm -hmm. So if that's possible, what's next? And that's where that curiosity Mm -hmm. comes into play. Instead of just kind of living this life where it's almost like that what is it? Groundhog Day? Mm-hmm. You remember? Mm-hmm. It's just repetitive. repetitive. I swore to myself as a little girl, I would never live that life. Mm. And I didn't know what that meant, but I hated it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so boring. The mundane, in oh. and out. It, like, yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it. And yeah. so I just, yeah. I, you wanted to feel the magic mm-hmm. every day. And once you realize that it's possible and you just see a little bit of a little bit of light at that end of the tunnel, once you start making those moves, that light becomes brighter and brighter to the point where every cell of you is like literally just illuminating and you're lit up and you know, that's what becomes contagious and that's what creates those opportunities for you to bring in those different, I guess, personalities, Mm -hmm. those different mindsets, those different, I mean, anybody and everybody you meet is not by coincidence. There's Mm -hmm. a reason for it, Mm -hmm. whether it's even, you know, the person at the gas station, anything. I believe that there's an opportunity everywhere you go. And the only way to actually be open and available for that is treating people with respect, love, you know, gratitude, showing that they are human and giving that love back because that's what fills my cup. And that's what propels me to keep building up that momentum, to Mm. keep achieving. Because the more I achieve, the more I'm able to give back to people. And that's my ultimate goal is to show people it's possible and for them to believe in themselves. And I don't know how to do that. And it's like, oh, you're doing it. I hope so. Girl, it's just, just oh, y'all, it's this possible. is what <laughs> this is what self-worth sounds like today. And Erica, I cannot thank you enough for letting us all feel and experience what self-worth feels like and 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 sounds like. Girl, once you find your self-worth, <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh man. Yeah. Possibilities are yeah. endless. Yeah. It's incredible. And you do it step by step. Oh, yeah. Yep. For me, I never can look at the big picture because it does scare me. Mm-hmm. It does It does freak me out a little bit. And then I start getting those voices that I don't want to hear. You mm-hmm. know, oh, is this possible? Oh, mm-hmm. well, how much work is this going to take? Are you actually going to be able to afford this? Well, if this is it, you know, I mean, everybody knows. <laughs> yes, it's like the devil and the angel on your shoulder. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, there comes a point where you just need to flip that little devil off <laughs> and say, I'm all wings. I'm an angel. Let's fly. <laughs> but seriously, you just uh, got to be like, enough is enough. And yeah. I feel like be once, disciplined with the mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you get to that point, what whatever your quote unquote rock bottom is, mm. make the decision to do everything and anything to live your best life. Mm. Don't let anything or anyone get in your way. 
That's it. This is what focus sounds it like. It does. Dang. My grandpa always told me, adapt, adjust, overcome. It's even in my gym with wood letters up on the wall. Like adapt, every adapt, sing- adjust, overcome. Those are the best three words. God, that's a I great have ever guidance. Heard. Okay. I mean, it's just full of so much meaning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You just got to do it. Adapt, okay. Adjust, I've got one more question for you. What is it? Looking back, what would you tell your younger self? trust the process and never give up because everybody always asks me if you could change one thing what would it be and I wouldn't change a single second of everything because it has molded me into who I am today and I'm so proud of the woman I've become and if I could tell my younger self two things which I just said it would be to never give up and to always trust the process. As long as you're putting in the work and you know deep down that you're doing everything possible to achieve whatever your goal is, then it's going to happen. There's no way it's not going to happen. But just trust the process, no matter how long it takes, and never give up, no Mm. matter what you're faced with. If it's that important to you, you'll make it happen. Mm. girl thank you so much for this time today oh man i feel like shivering right now (laughs) i feel so grateful to you wow i am so blessed to be here thank you for the opportunity to absolutely thanks for being such an example and for that last bit on teaching us what gratitude sounds like absolutely extraordinary I wish you a life of continued aligned manifestation, all your heart's desires, and we will definitely circle back to see what you're doing. Yes. Okay, great. I'll have all the information as far as where to find me, but right now it's still in the works, but I promise it's coming. Oh, I have no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Eddie. Thank you, Oakley. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you are left feeling inspired and connected. And if you feel interested or called to be a guest on this show, you can apply through oakleyogden.com and hit podcast, the upper right-hand corner. That will take you to where you need to be. I can't wait to hear from you. Just remember, in the meantime, you have got what it takes.